guys, welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are back with another episode for you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed our last episode, which ironically was on sleep, which we're going to be going into today because as you guys know, well, it wasn't really yesterday. Well, yeah, it was I mean, it was yesterday, but Saturday morning, early, I mean, Sunday morning um, was daylight savings and we know as much as I love having the the I was going to say warmer weather. As much as I look, clearly I'm sleep deprived. As much as we love having the extra hour of daylight, I'm like I forgot how much it affects our like affects how I feel. Like you feel so groggy. I was honestly fine yesterday, and today is like a whole other level. I'm like so I'm unmotivated, and I just I feel out of it. Like my my boyfriend Taylor, which you guys, he's been on the podcast before. He was over on the weekend, and I think he, it really hit him yesterday. He was so tired, and I was like, I was kind of tired, but I was okay. Today, I'm like probably like the rest of America. I feel horrible and completely unmotivated. And I know a lot of you guys probably feel the same way. So we're all in it together. Well, we wanted to, before we get into the rest of sleep and all that, we wanted to talk, we, of course I was like, okay, I need to like get adjusted. Of course I should have been better prepared. And cause I, when I started doing some research, there's like a lot of tips that you can do to like adjust your body to kind of like get adjusted for this big time change that happens. Cause I feel like the one in the fall is just like, you just, I don't think it really affects – obviously, you gain, you gain an hour, so you're not like – you don't feel all frazzled. Yeah, but I'm like depressed because it's fall. Yeah. I mean, I like fall, but I don't like winter, so we sound really yeah, negative. Yeah, before that, I know. But before that, we wanted to share a little story. Well, no, no. I wasn't getting into that yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to give some tips on daylight savings. Oh. You want to do that first? Okay, that's fine. We can do that first. So for daylight savings – I, of course, like I said, if I had done this research ahead of time before it actually happened, it would have been good. But it's good just like if you go on a trip and you you lose an hour, it's the same thing applies. So obviously, you guys know that sleep, we'll get into that in a second, why sleep is really important. We all know that, but there are, I mean, stuff that I've realized that, I, that happens to me when I'm sleep deprived. But some of the stuff that you can do to adjust to time changes in the future or just like if you're, since it's already happened, um, you can start planning ahead. So go to sleep. Obviously they say they recommend like 15 to 30 minutes earlier, gradually every night. So that way you can catch up to the last night. You're like already adjusted. And which is like, I mean, realistically, I don't know. It's very, for me, maybe it's easy for other people. I have a really hard time going to sleep earlier. Like if I have to be up the next day, I get anxiety and I'm like, I cannot fall asleep. And just thought of getting into bed really early. I just, I'm a night owl, so I can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a really hard time with it, and even last night, I I got in bed earlier, but I was kind of getting a little bit of anxiety because I was in bed so early. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, there's so much more I could be doing. I don't know, at night, I'm like, I'm so tired, but I'm like productive. I get a second win. Yeah, I mean, it's not good, but they're saying so, and if you didn't listen to our last podcast, we talked a lot about sleep and how important it is, and... What he was saying was, he was talking about having your room blacked out, which I thought was really interesting because I was like always thought that you should just have like your blinds. Oh, yeah, the daylight wakes you up, but that's not the way it should be. You should go to sleep with blackout curtains, and then when you set your alarm, you get up and it's dark, and then you open the curtains, and that's that the natural daylight is what wakes you up, and it 
it keeps you on track with your natural circadian rhythm, which I'm sure you've heard about before. So similar to that, when the time changes and like when you go overseas or you go somewhere where there's like jet lag and stuff, you need to get your body adjusted. So you need to try to get at least seven to seven to eight hours of sleep. I mean, seven is more realistic. That's probably what I get on every night. If I'm, I mean, most of the nights I do, I think, but you um, want to obviously get that amount of sleep and then have the blackout curtains and then when you get up in the morning you want to immediately like open the blinds and be adjusted to the light or you can even go outside I read that before too it helps you set your internal clock which helps you regulate sleep and alertness so like you'll start getting tired when you're supposed to get tired and like get awake when you're supposed to be awake obviously there's other factors that can play into that but you need to get enough sleep obviously because it's important and I just feel like I need so much caffeine I mean I don't I, I don't know what I, I don't know if I need caffeine I need sleep I don't know I just I mean I got seven hours of sleep last night I felt like but speaking of that we did not get seven but hours I of wanted sleep. to go backtrack we're all over the place today when Alexis was talking about the podcast from last week if you haven't listened to it we highly recommend it I know we've gotten some messages saying that you guys really liked that episode and I learned a lot during the episode like I said then and so I wanted to kind of chime in because I know Alexis touched on it a little bit but that was just a small glimpse of what he talked about and we talked about with him so I would definitely go check it out and then you'll learn something a little bit more about blue light which I'm sure is in the media but you'll learn more about it which is so important. Yeah so obviously with sleep we're going to talk about that in a second but we did not get our seven hours of sleep on Saturday night when the daylight savings changed over when we lost the hour. We, speaking of that, we had a quite the experience. I think this happened, maybe we weren't even recording our podcast at this time, but a couple years ago, no, it was last year, our alarm went off and it was very traumatic. Nothing, luckily, nothing bad happened, but we were traumatized and. I mean, we lived. I feel like we did talk about maybe. it. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't can't know. Remember. But we, it was about a year ago. No. Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a year oh, ago. Oh, I kept thinking it was two years ago. I'm sorry. But it was this time last year, and our alarm went off, and we thought someone was breaking in. But long story short, it turned out it was just an issue with a neighbor, and the police were at our door. It was just not a good way to wake up in the middle of the night. This past Saturday, though, um, Taylor was over, so thank God, like, there was, like, a male here, because we live alone, I mean, not alone, but we live in a house, and so we have an alarm, and I feel safe normally, but I'm not, like, terrified to be alone, but I don't know why, like, you know, you see stuff in the media, or just, I don't know, you, like, watch stuff, you get kind of scared, so we always turn our alarm on every night, and Lucy's usually here, so she's, like, if she hears any noise, she'll, like, bark, like, a crazy person, but. I know she's so small. Yeah. So, Saturday, I guess, like, we all went to sleep. Well, not all in the same room. Let me clarify. <laughs> I was in my room on the one side of the house, and they were in Sam's room. And it was, like, well, one to, as usual, I was, like, on my phone at night, but I was wearing my blue light glasses, so I can feel better about it. You were wearing your swannies. Yeah, I was wearing my swannies, and I was in my bed, and it was, like, I was, like, up to, like, up to no good as usual, like, l- researching stuff on my phone late at night. Or in the morning hours. It was like 1.15. I finally was like, okay, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to bed. And then I fell asleep. And then all of a sudden, I didn't. I thought it had been like hours. But really, it only had been like 30 minutes. And it was 1.45. Our alarm started like blaring. Like so loud. And I didn't know this, but Sam said it gets louder. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's normal. Like it, it's still loud when it first goes off at second, but then it, I feel like it, it gets louder. I think it stops eventually, like at that volume. But we were in my room, and I Taylor was still laughing at me when it went off. I like I was in a deep sleep. I bolted out of bed. <laughs> And I like got up right away. I was like a lightning bolt, and I ran over. We have a pa- I have a panel in my bedroom, and I ran over and I could see it was like the front door. It was like that's sh- like terrifying. Yeah, and I was and there. I'm like on the well, our house isn't that big, but I'm like on the opposite side of the hallway, so I have to like our staircase faces like the front or like is like near overlooks the front door. So I didn't even know I had no idea what door was open. I'm just running across the hallway. I'm like I don't even know what's going on. I run in here. I'm like I didn't even know. I mean I knew they weren't like up to anything. But I came in here, and I'm like, I have to come here. I felt so scared. But, I like, I felt better that Taylor was here for some reason. Like, I don't know what he was going to do, but I just, like, felt better about it. <laughs> so, like, we run out. No, and I'm he's, like, like, still in the bed. I walked yeah, in here. I he's still that. sitting in the bed. And I'm like, I guess he's not that concerned. <laughs> like I don't remember. I was like, Sam, so, Sam's, I'm, like, Sam's, like, pacing. She's panicking. <laughs> I mean, it seems like an eternity when it's happening. But I'm probably she's, like, saying I don't. She's pacing. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we got to go down. What do we do? What do you do? I was like, Sam, we got to go down there and see what's going on. And like Taylor gets out of bed. (laughs) I'll let you tell this story. No, we don't need to tell that part. But anyway, he was like not ready to go down the stairs. And I'm I'm making it sound weird. He was just like in his his boxers. He goes down. I'm acting like he's like naked or something. (laughs) He goes down his boxers and... He's like, he like, I could, we didn't know what to do. So he goes down there and we like go like kind of like lean over the staircase. And meanwhile, the alarm is still like blaring. It's so loud. And I'm, I'm like, like wait somebody's, I was like, somebody's bound to hear this and come yeah. to our door. No. No, no one came. The police had called And it called seemed us. like an eternity. Like, well, no, the alarm company calls you first. I was That's holding I Sam's phone and she had it on Do Not Disturb, which I didn't, I didn't know you put that on your phone at night. Look, this all it does, this is typical of spying. <laughs> all it does is silence your calls. And if they call more than one time, like if there's an emergency, it will put it on bill. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I grabbed, <laughs> she told me she ordered me back. She summoned me back to her room. <laughs> I knocked over like a chair here, I think. <laughs> I'm so Wait, just- when did I summon you? <laughs> you we were by the stairs and you I like said, oh, let's go get my phone. Oh, right. Yeah. I did. <laughs> anyway, so Taylor like goes down there. Like, I'm he sorry. like aggressively I'm shut sorry. the door. I'm sorry. You have to be the man. You got to go down there. I'm like, I'm not. I was Normally, like, Alexis and I are the ones fighting who wants to go down there. Yeah. But we were like all standing, hovering over the staircase. And I was like, well, we got to go down there. So Sam, I guess they both, excuse me, feel big tired. I look, I look, Okay, he goes down there. He <laughs> kind of leans over, and I don't think he saw anyone down there. So he, like, shuts the door, and we're, like, my heart is, like, still racing this whole time. Then he, like, like a smart person, because I wasn't acting smart, he started looking around all the downstairs. Because I well, was I just, said, like, turn the lights on. I was just, like, okay. It's, I guess it's, I was still really nervous. I was, like, I guess we, it was a door open. And then we realized Hold later. Hold on, wait, no. So I was holding her phone, and I had 911 dialed, but then the alarm company called, and I was, like, I mean, I sound like nothing was going on. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then they're, I was like, oh, no, I think it was a false alarm. Um, nothing's like we left the door unlocked. Or I jumped ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no. So we Taylor's like, I think. He's like, I don't. 
I think it's a habit for me to lock it, but I don't know who went out there last, but it was somehow it was unlocked. And I don't know why the door decided at 1.45 we were all dead asleep to kind of creak open and set the whole alarm Well, that off. door kind of like, you cannot, it will just stay shut, which I think is so weird is why it didn't open earlier. Well, that's what I'm saying. We right. were down there literally all night. Because it like, it like the rubber like around the door, like the weather paneling or whatever it like pushes the door open all the time if i shut it i go no, take a box so outside. weird that it waited i know i don't know why okay. anyway so i was so then this was like two o'clock of course the time changes at two and so of course it was three and then i was like i had horrible anxiety for like a couple hours like luckily taylor was here to console me but <laughs> um yeah, i my- finally fell asleep eventually but needless to say i was like not even with daylight savings i was exhausted well, but Sunday, I wasn't that tired. Well, I guess. I was, yeah. I guess I was I couldn't sleep like that while the rest of the night. Anyway, that was our big, so, our big story. So, obviously, you know, sleep is really important. But also a tip, make sure all your doors are locked. Yeah. It's really dumb, but make sure they are. I know. Well, I mean, for other reasons, too. It's yeah. scary. But I will say, like, when I lived in an apartment that had, like, a doorman and stuff, I felt a lot more safe. I mean, I don't ever feel unsafe, but I think it's like a different level of security that you feel like they have to get the elevator, they have to get, you know, to your door, and I feel like we used to leave ours unlocked. I mean, it was stupid, but not during the nighttime, but during the day, I feel like we used to unleave it sometimes. I don't know. Whatever. Just be smart. I mean, I know sometimes you can feel like you have a false sense of security, but sometimes you don't. There's creepy people out there. So with sleep, there's obviously... Different, everyone knows sleep is important, but when you read it and you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, like I definitely feel like this is when happening, especially when you're driving to work. This is like something, even anywhere, when you're tired, like I feel myself dozing off, and that is never, there's a lot of people that die that way, like in car accidents, or they get, you know, they they start crossing lanes and they don't, they doze off. It's so bad. Everyone's sleep deprived. And I know when I used to drive to work, I'd be so tired driving on the way there on the way home. I would start, even on road trips, I would start like my eyes would feel heavy and I'd have to blast music. And even then, I mean, it's not good. Like call a friend, like do something because it's not good if you're driving and you're low in sleep. I mean, everyone's low in sleep every day. So just make sure you try to get enough sleep. I know I say this every night and then at night, somehow I'm just like on my phone and I'm wide awake. But Obviously, it affects your mem- your mood and your memory. Like, there's times where I'm like, I just feel like I can't think straight. And it's obviously because I'm sleep deprived or I'm just groggy and I'm just having a hard time focusing. So, obviously that. Like, your phone really makes you sleep deprived. The blue light all- obviously disrupts your sleep. Like I just said about the car crashes and injuries. Um, it can also lead to heart attack. It leads to heart attacks and stroke and makes you more susceptible to them. So, you need the important thing is the main thing is you need sleep and we've been trying to make more of an effort i mean like i said i think i get seven hours i try to be in bed by like uh, i won't even say 10 30 because that's not really what happens it's probably like 11 to 11 30 but i don't get up to like seven so i feel like that gives me mostly seven hours a night if i don't have any disruptions or anything right yeah but i'm still trying to get i'm still trying to get in bed earlier. It's been a goal. Two years ago, I was getting in bed at like one or two. So I know. I pushed it back a little bit. So obviously, like that's something we're trying to do. Like we mentioned in the other podcast, the blue light glasses. I feel like I've been helping me so much with like, I mean, I don't think it's placebo at all. It's really, I'm try- I need to be better about wearing them when I'm working, but especially the last hour before you go to sleep, I put them on or at least when I get into bed, I wear them if I'm going to be on my phone or watching TV. I will put them on and I feel like I 
definitely fall asleep quicker and be able to stay asleep longer because it doesn't the blue light that you're coming from your phone or your TV is not blocking you as much or not blocking you from like being able to go to sleep and your melatonin and all that so that's something I've been implementing also I haven't done that many times at night but the meditation is something else we've talked about I've done it a few times when I'm going to sleep because I my mind is racing and I have a lot of anxiety if you use the calm app or there's a few other apps that we mentioned in our episode two two episodes ago I believe it was um with the meditation we you can use like a nighttime one that will like meditate you to go to sleep so I do them in the morning typically but the nighttime ones are really good if you like if your mind's racing or you can just play like calming like music like white noise or like the ocean or something that will calm you I do that sometimes too another thing I've been doing that you've been doing too is using the diffuser I'll diffuse like lavender essential oil and I really and I put on the bottom of my feet too but I think it really does it calms me and like I don't know. I just really like doing that. Another, so like obviously on the weekends too, like yesterday we had the laziest Sunday. I mean, I wasn't like super lazy. Like I did a lot of stuff around the house, but I wasn't like, I literally didn't leave the entire day, which a couple years ago, I'd like have the worst cabin fever. I was like, I have to get out. But I like, honestly, like I don't, I feel like myself, I'm just getting older. I like don't mind when I told my mom that she was like, you didn't leave the whole day. I'm like, no, which is like, it's unlike me, but I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> so, like, today I left, but, like, I was just up around the house, and I was honestly in pajamas all day. Like, I was wearing the same pajamas I've been wearing um, since, like, I went to sleep the night before on Saturday. I was, I did, I did some jumping on the rebounder. We made waffles, and, like, I was, like, doing, like, work and stuff around the house, but I didn't, like, I showered around 6, and I put on another pair of pajamas, so I, like, didn't even, like, put on real like even put on workout clothes which honestly felt so nice but speaking of pajamas I have a lot of you guys ask us like what our favorites pajamas are and which ones we recommend and I've shared these this brand a lot on my Instagram and so is Sam and the brand is PJ Salvage I am obsessed with their pajamas because well, number one number one of course is that they're affordable I don't want to spend I mean honestly like sometimes I wear my old college t-shirts and like my old Sophie shorts and it's like so embarrassing because they're like falling apart but I just like they're easy I just throw them on but I'm like what if I'm bloated they just hide all yeah. that let's be real but what I love about PJ Salvage is that they're really soft so it feels like you're wearing like your old college shirts but they're actually attractive <laughs> and they have different ones like you can honestly wear some of them out like I have a pair of their camo it's like a camo jogger set that I posted a couple months ago and I actually wore them out they have a really cute like tuxedo stripe going down the side like that's red and they look like they're like athleisure I wore them with like a cute t-shirt and I wore them out to get my nails done and I still think they looked acceptable <laughs> but they're of course pajamas and then I just got a really cute set from them it's like a they're like pink uh, sweatpant joggers, but not too heavy. And then the top is like a hoodie, but it's not super thick. It's like lightweight. Light and soft. And it has like some rainbow stripes across the top. It's perfect for spring. It's really cute. And I like all their stuff because it doesn't look super pajama. You can, like Alexa's saying, she wore them out. But if you're at home and you're having people over or you're going to like, I don't know, like some kind of lounge party or just hanging out at home. Like if someone's coming over to fix something or coming over to hang out, you don't feel like you're wearing like a big pajama. Like you look gross. Yeah, I really, they're so cute and they've been around a while. I didn't even know. They've been around for like 21 years, which I would love to see like the first sets of pajamas they made because you know the style evolves. But 
I mean, there's we have so many of them, and they're really cute. They sell them all over. They have a lot of them at Nordstrom, but they have them. They sell them at a lot of places online, too. Um, but their sets, they have really cute ones for the holidays, and then, like, every season, they have some really cute ones. They have ones. some cute ones. We had they some have, cute ones with cherries. Yeah, and they have cherries. They have really cute ones with, like, avocados on them. There's, I mean, there's so many cute ones. You, I could, like, buy them all. But they have really cute ones, and their company as a whole really values downtime and sleep. So they're a really cool company. You guys should definitely check them out. We just love their pajamas, so we thought we'd share it with you guys because we're on the topic of sleep. And I've shared them a few times recently on my Instagram. I know a lot of you guys were buying them. So just a fun little little snippet for you guys. Um, and speaking of anxiety, we I like being social, but last or not last week the week the week before we went to Mexico which we just got back from Tulum we'll be sharing maybe our next episode we'll share all about Tulum because we got so many requests for that but the week before we went to Tulum we were I feel like I just had so much going on that week and I was basically like I don't like to set up my calendar this way not that I'm like so busy and like so social but I like to have a few nights where I'm downtime aka working at, at night but I don't I like to watch my shows and like be able to cook dinner at home I don't have to like be out every night but last week was or two weeks ago was one of those weeks where um I just felt like I had something every night and I was getting a lot of anxiety because I felt like I couldn't get everything done that I wanted to but we went to an event on I think it was Thursday and it was a really cool event um if you guys follow us on Instagram you probably saw we got to see Bon Jovi perform, and it was just a really cool event. But every time I commit to one of these events, I'm like, I don't – it comes down the day of it, and I'm like, why did I say yes? I do not want to – Well, not this event. I was like – I was so tired. I didn't want to Yeah, go, not that I didn't want to. I was in my – I was still in my workout clothes. I hadn't showered, and I was like, I don't feel like getting ready right now. But I was like, I knew the event would be super cool. But I honestly got some anxiety about it because I'm like, I'm, I can be very introverted – um, and we kind of like that our whole lives. I think we've come up, we definitely become less, less and less introverted. I think we're definitely more social than we used to be. Like if any of you guys knew us in high school, you probably, you're like, who are these people? Because <laughs> I was, I mean, not shy, but yeah, I'll say shy. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was extroverted when I wanted to be, but typically I didn't. I think also because we're twins, if any of you guys are twins or like, really close to when you were siblings. I feel like it's just like a built-in friend. So you don't – I feel like you don't make as much of an effort, especially when you're younger because you're like, I don't really need anyone. Like I lived with her and I was like, I don't really need to make any other friends because she's the, she like doesn't screw me over and everything like that. So I was like, I don't really need to make other friends. Like especially when you're a girl, there's so much girl drama like all through high school and middle school that you're just like, I wanted to avoid it. So basically, yeah, we were really introverted. But <laughs> yeah, so we come out of our shells and some, I think. But I was having anxiety about going to this because I feel like you have to be on, you have to be bubbly and like, you know, act like you want to be. I mean, I always want to be there, but I can have like a resting bitch face. So I have to like make my make an effort to put a smile on my face and keep it there and not look like I don't want to be there and have my arms crossed and have bad body language. So I had, we both were like, oh. I, you know, like, try to motivate ourselves to go. And it was, I was also, like, 30 degrees outside. Yeah, it was really cold. It was rainy. And I just had a lot of anxiety about it. And I feel like I get that way a lot when it's, like, big events. Like, we're in Also, those, when we haven't been out. Like, yeah. We sound like recluses. No, but, but like... I haven't been to an event like that I'm fine one-on-one with people, but if it's, like, I know there's going to be a lot of other people there, I just get anxiety because I don't know them. And, like, I feel like this happens to a lot of people, but I feel like people don't really talk about it that much. 
and I just felt like I didn't feel motivated and I just I felt like I was getting like nervous about it so I was like no it's gonna be fine I kept pepping myself up we got there and of course it was so fun but I just feel like you know like again like I I feel like we should share about it more because it happens to everybody even if you're super extroverted I feel like that's how people let it happens to more because I feel like that's how they come out I don't mm-hmm. know but I like tend to just like talk to Sam the whole time and there's nothing wrong with that but I need to be make more of an effort to like go out and be more I don't know more social like make more effort to be more outgoing I guess what I'm trying to say because I'll just like if I don't know a lot of people I'll just like stick to myself I tr- I'll try but it's it's like I have to really force myself so that I we got a question a reader a few people asked they know everyone knows I'm single this is Alexis talking so not to be confused with Samantha who's been in a long relationship um what like what how I do with being a single twin because if you even this applies if you have like a really good friend everyone's dating someone you kind of like you're the only one who's not and I'm not actually dating anyone right now I'm not any dating apps um if you guys read that blog post I'm really trying to focus on myself right now which I feel like I haven't done in a couple years so I'm trying to really just focus on myself learn about myself figure out what I want and just be selfish right now. So I'm not for once, I'm not on any dating apps. I'm not trying to date anybody. I mean, if it happens, like I'm open to it, but I'm not, I honestly just like not really in the mood. So, I mean, I know it sounds negative, but I just don't feel like it. So I wanted to give some tips. I mean, both of us have been single at different times and I'll just take from my perspective. Now I yeah, I don't I feel like in other times other breakups that I've been through the last two years I mean last year I felt like the breakup was like I felt like I was more envious of Sam like I really was like jealous and not like I was just like I wanted the same thing of course I want to date someone who respects me just the way that Taylor does and he's I mean I'm not sure like brag on him but he's not even my boyfriend but he's no such you a, can brag on he's him. such <laughs> a good guy like I hope that I can find someone that is like very similar to him and not like the same person just like he's so sweet like genuine and he really cares and he really listens like I'll sit there and talk for like I'm his girlfriend I'll sit there and talk when Sam like isn't there even if she's there I'll just sit there and talk one-on-one with him and like we just like I mean he's like a brother to me and he's become one of my really good friends and um like I mean I tell him everything I mean not everything but like we talk about everything and um, like when it comes to like health and just like dating and guys and stuff like that and friends, but he's just a really good guy. And so obviously I want the same thing, but I think other times I just like, I'm really focusing myself this time and I'm in a good place. I just feel like I'm not like, Oh my God, I'm annoyed that it's their anniversary and I don't have someone to be with, or I didn't get a gift or I want the Like, of course, like I said, I want the same thing, but I just am in a different I don't know. I feel different this time around. I'm not, like, angry about it. Like, I feel like because you've been through so much and... But you know what I mean? There's been times where I've been, like, really, like, oh, I'm so annoyed. Like, like, I wish I had that. I'm not... I feel like I'm never saying that. Yeah, you aren't. I mean, I don't know if you feel that way. You're not telling me that. No, I... No, I would freaking say it if I wanted to. But, I mean, I tell her everything. I tell her exactly how I feel. But I feel like this time, I don't know. Like, they had their anniversary. They, of course, went on a trip in January. Of course, they wanted to be there, but... I wasn't, well, that was right after my breakup, so I, I was kind of annoyed about it, but I'm saying now, I just feel like it's been, like, three or four months, you mean? I feel like I'm just, I don't know. I'm not envious of it. I'm happy for her, um, and I don't know. I mean, they do include me in a lot, so I think that helps, but 
I just feel like you have to get to a point where you're just like content with like how things are going. Like obviously the other day my dad was like, yeah, how old are you going to be? And I was like 28. And he was like, oh my God, that's so old. And I'm like, thanks. I'm like, that you make me feel like I don't have my stuff together. But I mean, I guess like, yeah, but then like you have to think like love is one part, relationships are one part, but there's so much more. There's people that get, I mean, nothing against people that have got married young, but they might not have like their life, other parts of their life together. And I feel like our generation is very focused on being entrepreneurs or focusing on their career and their health and other things. And I feel like you've gotten that covered just because you've had time to be selfish and I don't, that's not a bad thing at all, but to focus on your career and be independent and all those things so that when you do meet the right person, everything can fall into place. If I feel like people who do that backwards, they might find someone that might be like a really great part life partner, but they can't see that because they have so much growth they need to do themselves. Yeah. And it's really hard. If you don't grow together, you will grow apart. And that's never a good thing. To, I don't want to have to be divorced or anything. Nothing against that if it happens to you, but I would rather just, you know, be sure the first time. I know you can never be 100% sure, but I'd rather it happen organically than like force me because if I would have married anyone that I dated, it would have been a disaster. So, I mean, I'm just being honest. It would have been. If you guys know me and you know my story, like what's happened with the other relationships, you know why I'm saying that. But um, I'm saying like you just have to get to the point where you're just content. And I think right now, yeah, I feel like I'm getting older, but I know I'm going to meet someone eventually. And I, I want the next one to be someone that I really end up with permanently. I'm tired of doing this whole saga over and over again. So I think I just reached that point where I'm like, I'm not trying like, I mean, I will get back on the apps eventually, but I'm just trying to really embrace this time right now, which everyone keep kept telling me to do. And it was just like, you have to be ready to do it yourself. Because I, everyone kept saying, embrace being single, embrace, you know, this selfish time. And I'm like, okay, but I, I'm just, I can't. And now I feel like I really am. Like I'm enjoying it. So some of the things I've been doing, obviously are meditating. I've just been doing stuff when I want to, like I get up whenever I want. And I will say like, because not that, not that it's an excuse, but because Taylor, I'm sure would not mind if I was meditating or he's super supportive, like Alexis was saying, but because she's single, like she can get up on like Sunday or whatever day and like meditate when she wants and like I can too but it makes it more difficult when you're in a relationship and you're putting you know your relationship first instead of like everything you want to do which I do do everything I want to do but I'm just saying it's easier because you do things when you want it anytime so yeah she said she's meditating and yeah I'm like and also if you guys read the other blog post I did on Bemo BFF I've been hanging out with a lot of friends recently. Like I said, I'm not like I don't. I'm not supposed to be super social, but I feel like I've been very social. Like a lot that week that I had everything going on, I think I had something. I was with someone every night, which is good. But I just felt like like I couldn't get everything done that I wanted to. And it's social time is very important. I need time. I need a better work work life balance, but it's hard because I just like I always want to work, but. I've been trying to make plans, which if any of you guys that follow me are on Bumble BFF in Dallas, I am very sorry. I, like, haven't been back on in, like, it's been months, and it's, like, really bad. I should probably go delete my profile, but I, like, just got really overwhelmed. I just <laughs> I hadn't, didn't have time to swipe through, and it's, like, that's probably why, because I don't feel like dating, so I feel like it's, I'm the same kind of mindset. Like, I've already made a few friends so that I see consistently, so I'm, like, I know that's an excuse, but... 
don't think that I'm like, ignoring you if you're on there because I've had a few people message me on Instagram thinking that it wasn't me, that they're being catfish. I'm like, no, it's me, but I'm just like, I never swipe through. So use the, I would definitely utilize that. I think a lot of people don't even know about it, and I think it's a great way to meet people. Like I just had um, drinks with some girls on Friday, and they had met on Bell and BFF, and I hadn't. I had met one of them, but it's a great way to meet people. Like we, everyone's going through the same thing. They're both single, and so we all could relate. We're talking about dating and just like guys and working and like buying houses. So it was like you can meet people. They're not just weird people on there. I mean, there's some weird people on there, but it's like dating. You have but to it makes of, you feel better because yeah. like, I know. Bumble, unfortunately, I met Taylor on Bumble, but Bumble, ugh, Bumble BFF did not exist when I was single and when Alexis was in relationships because, like Alexis said, she kind of touched on, we've been kind of backwards where I've been single when she's been dating someone long-term and then it reversed. I mean, there's been times overlapped where we both were um, in relationships or both single, but for the most part, it's happened a lot, and I think you notice those times more because, like Alexa said, we're best friends. We work together. We're so close. So when you kind of like when we, one of us starts dating someone, it's kind of like at the beginning. I know. So like we were both single for a really long time, and then when once we moved here, and we were just like honestly, I wasn't even thinking about dating anyone. I just like it wasn't on my radar. And then probably like two years later, we got on like the dating apps, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to meet someone. And so we got on there and she, I like was single for a while and she got into a longer relationship. And I remember that was like the first time that I was like, I kind of felt alone. Like I had other friends, but she was like my best friend and I did kind of feel empty. I felt kind of sad and I'm not going to lie, kind of depressed. So it took a while to kind of find myself like apart from her and realize like I need to make a life for myself besides her because she's not gonna be around all the time and she's certainly not gonna be around like when I'm married and kids like we'll be close but we need to be our own people and so I just would do like a lot like like saying a lot of stuff for myself I would go on walks and just listen to a lot of podcasts of course Bumble BFF didn't exist and I wish it did because she's met some really great girls that I've got to meet through her too so I'm gotta, just doing all the work I, I was telling these girls on Friday I said I'm doing all the work for her because she's dating somebody and she just tags along whenever she can yeah it really I'm not gonna lie it's really works in my favor but anyway because yeah. they all been so genuine and nice and so I would say yeah that's definitely one number one tip is but like Alexis was saying when I wasn't in that mindset, like, I was just really envious of her being single. I was just, like, I could not set myself no, into thinking. me being in a relationship. Sorry, you being in a relationship. I could not snap myself into thinking, like, this is a good time for me. I eventually got to that place, and I feel like that's when you probably meet someone, but. That's what they always say. Yeah, and it sounds so cliche, but it is because you need to be ready. You need to, you need to not be, like, I want a relationship. You need to be, like, content within with yourself and like where you are in life and everything else because honestly when you get in a relationship you're focused on the relationship you can focus on yourself and be selfish but it takes like a nut more work than you were obviously when you were single so when you're single everything's on yourself and so I feel like that's the time you should try whether it's getting into working out getting into like eating better meeting more people doing better at work finding a new job venture like you're not you're gonna have less time when you're single because if it's a good relationship you're gonna have you're gonna be putting a lot of time into that person because you love them so much and you want to be with them and if it's bad you're wasting a lot of energy trying to fix something that's probably never gonna be fixable probably and something that causes you a lot of heartache and disappointment or whatever or anger or whatever so you don't have a lot of energy or hours to focus on those things. So I think it's really shifting that mindset to realizing, okay, like, this is not all negative. This is, like, this is a positive in it. 
And so what other tips are you? Um, yeah, obviously being social. I think just being able to talk, I think voicing like how you feel with people, like finding people that you feel like you can be honest with and you can really open up to because I've had a few friends have gone through breakups and I went through breakup two breakups last year in 2018 and I feel like I talked a lot a lot with my sister, with Taylor, my parents, and I think it really helped me like get through the breakup and just like think about what I could have done better, think about what went wrong and like what I need to when I'm dating again, what like what I need to be looking for because I mean the truth is I think I am very smart and I'm I'm not naive, but I think that there's qualities I could be paying more attention to and be more focused on. Like I think I am good at reading people, but the last two I mean, I feel like it's been kind of similar characteristics when it comes to, like, people I'm picking out. So I think just being able to talk about, you know, the breakup and, like, how you're feeling, even if you think you, you keep whining about it, just, like, I think people are not – don't don't think they don't want to hear about it because, like, I know I have friends are going through one, then it's – it always feels better when you get off your chest and no one is, like, oh, my God. And if they're feeling that way, then, like, they're not a true friend. So – I mean, anyone that you feel comfortable talking about, I think it's good rather than keeping it inside because you need to, like, get it out and get through it. So I think that's another tip that, like, you really need to do. And then just, like, listen to podcasts. There's a lot of podcasts that are, like, positive or... Or books. Yeah. Like, I'm, ugh, I've been trying to start doing it. It's called 40, 40 Day... Shoot. I can't remember the name. It's something with 40 Days. I'll link it in the show notes. But it's basically one of my friends recommended so you, you read every day, you read something for 40 days and you meditate and you also journal at night. So it sounds like a lot, but like she said that it was amazing. It was life changing for her. And I can see why, because you really, you, it's about choosing fear. I mean, choosing love over fear because I think a lot of, anxiety. A lot of our day is revolving around anxiety and fear about something that we, that probably won't even happen. And that's what I do. I overthink everything. I'm like, oh my God, I need to plan out my whole day. And what if this happens? What if this happens? And it's like, none of it even happens. Big or small, like whether it's a business thing, whether it's going to an event, everything being perfectionist, which is what I am, you, everything, your anxiety stems from fear. And I think once you realize that, um, it helps a lot. Yeah. So like, and the journaling, like, at the end of the day, you journal about what happened, and then you realize, like, okay, that was silly to get so anxious about and built up about. Like, it's not worth getting upset about. So I think it just keeps you accountable. So I want to do that. There's a few other books that people recommended to me, but – or even not about relationships, but you could read something more inspiring. It could be an athlete. It could be, like, a book. But it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a self-help book or a love book, but if you're tired of reading about that and you're over it, you could just read something that's inspirational and that makes you feel good, someone else's story, and takes your mind off your heartbreak or you being upset about being single. Yeah, and then I think also another thing that we did when I went through breakups is, I mean, not everyone has the chance to, like, go on a nice trip, but – if it's anything, just like getting away for like a weekend, like even road tripping somewhere, plenty of your friends, or even by yourself, um, was really good for me. Like I think um, we just went on a trip to Tulum, which we'll talk about in a second, but it was good for me to kind of get away. I mean, mine was already a couple months ago, but I know when I went through my other breakup, we went on a trip shortly after that. And it's just like good to take your mind off it. You're not like in a place where it happened. You can like be in like sunshine or whatever makes you happy and I think it's a good just a nice nice little escape so speaking of Tulum we like I said we'll do a whole podcast on it well not a whole podcast but we'll talk about it and maybe in the next episode but 
We wanted to share two of our favorite restaurants we ate at there. I mean, I had a lot of favorites, I'm not going to lie, because the food was amazing. I just like, oh my God, I've never been anywhere that the food was just so easy to eat healthy. Yeah. I mean, people may differ with us. If you love eating like, I don't know, the typical American diet, then maybe it's not the best place for you. They have stuff there, but it's, I mean, they do. They have like, quote, real food, but they do have, for those of us who are being a lot more health conscious, which I feel like as a whole America, at least if you're you know about it, whether you want to do it or not is a different story, but they have everything from like organic stuff to juices, smoothies, I mean everywhere. Every place had smoothie bowls and smoothies with all the like superfoods you've heard of that are like always in the media. They have all those. They had banana ice cream, like an ice cream. They had matcha stuff. Like this is like they had this stuff everywhere. Like it wasn't just one spot. Yeah, and then, like, for dinner, which, I mean, those spots were cool, but I feel like those are like, the ones that everyone knows about, like, the Matcha Mama. Everybody knows about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've seen it on Instagram a lot of times. But we weren't staying um, near those spots. We are staying a little bit further. And so we – I feel like I use Yelp all the time when we're traveling. Like, it's, like, my savior. Um, so I always look at restaurants on there ahead of time, and I'll bookmark them. So that's, like, a good little tip. I'll bookmark them for, like, different places I'm going. So one of the places where we went to two that were really good for dinner, but you could also go there for lunch or breakfast. They were honestly, we didn't make it to all the ones I wanted to go to, but we went to two that I was obsessed with. One of them we went to twice. Um, I'll talk about the one that we went to once because um, I think Sam probably wants to share the other one. I have a feeling she's looking at me like I feel like she wants well, to. Well, I thought I also thought of another one I liked. Oh. I'm going to share three. Oh. We're going to share three. Okay. So the first one that we went to in the first night we were there was called El vegetariano i'm saying it so wrong because it's in spanish but it's um i'll link it in the show notes in case you guys can't like understand what i'm saying but it was so keep in mind these places are really small if you think of like restaurants in the united states that's not like how they are they're like these little spots first of all tulum in general which we're going to talk about it's super hippie like boho most places i mean really cool spots but that's the overall vibe so this place we went to, when we pulled up, I was like, where are we going? But it's like a lot of it is outdoors. And in the back, they had um, some chairs, like a little patio outside. And the kitchen was like outdoor. It was I don't know if that would work in the United States, like with health codes, but it worked there. They can do it. It's like outdoor. We could watch them making the food, which is kind of humorous because funny to watch. Um, and what did we get? We got... We got a, um, a, a lentil. It was like a salad with lentils, and like it was like really pretty, like the way they plated it. And then um, we got hummus with um, carrots and like veggies, and they had like some chips too, or pita chips yeah. or something. No corn chips. Oh, corn chips. And then um, for the oh, we got two different things for dinner. We got one of us got it was like a stuffed poblano pepper so with like good. with tomato sauce and like veggies inside and, and they, they put tofu on top instead of yeah, cheese if tofu. you wanted cheese you could yeah and then it, it came i think it came with rice but i asked them to do it with like potatoes and then you got um it was basically like a roasted like almost like a ratatouille kind of it was a bunch of like vegetables and like a sauce and like a tomato sauce and then um, I'm trying to remember what came with it, but it was all super good. All of it was like you could get it vegan or plant based, and they had other options if you wanted it. Or actually, I think that no, was, no, they were all, that was all, it was all vegetarian. But I'm saying you could get you could get cheese because it was vegetarian. Yeah. And, and the other place, the other place was Co Con Amor. Yeah, I think. 
and it was so good. Like no one really, I don't think anyone recommended that one. We found that one on Yelp and we went the first night and first of all, they have the cutest. No, not the second night. I'm sorry. We went one night. The first time was one night and they had this like really cute, again, the kitchen was like kind of outdoors. I don't know if they had another kitchen, but you could like see them making it and it was just another kind of patio i mean it's kind of strange if you're like used to like a patio in the united states it's not like that it's more like like i said really really hipster and the food's all super fresh we got i got this um we got ceviche but it was um vegan so it had it was made with oyster mushrooms which really give you the taste of like a fish at for a second i took the first bite i thought it was fish yeah i was like sam's like what did we order i was like are you sure it's not like it's not fish and then it had like onion, like the normal stuff they mix with it, but it's so good. And then you, you, it was served with chips, but we got like some raw veggies with it also. And then for our entree, I was so hungry that day. We got a salad, and I normally go to these places like I feel like the salads are so small. So we're like, we want it came with like cabbage or not cabbage. It came with cactus. That's like a big thing in Mexico. It kind of looks like green beans. Um, greens i don't what else green or apples i don't know what else was in there um it had like chopped it's a called nopal it's like cactus cacti i already said that cactus celery broccoli cauliflower you already said the apples um i think it had some kind of peas no not peas it had seeds on it oh seeds really good and the dressing was really good and then we were both going to order, like, the same entree, and the waiter was, like, in Spanish, was like, oh, no, it's too much, like, too much food, and we're, like, like we're looking, I'm like, okay, like, we have a big appetite, but I trust him, because I'm like, I don't know, I feel like he knew we were already, already ordered. Sure enough, this other entree we ordered was basically, like, a stir-fry, so good, yeah. with brown rice at the bottom, and it was amazing, and it came out, and, like, I, we couldn't, we had to take some of it to go, because we got that appetizer. Then we loved it so much, we're, like, so, like... So weird. We went back again the next night. And I really wanted to go for breakfast the next day, but we didn't have time. But they had these waffles that were, what were they made with? Chia, coconut. I don't know what else, but like also super healthy. And I really liked it. I was obsessed. Okay, the third place, I have 10 more places I liked, but the third place that we ate on the last day was Burrito Amor. And I loved it because it was a bunch of burritos, but they had a coconut they had corn tortillas, and they also had um, a tortilla made of coconut. I don't know what else was in there, but it was um, different than corn, obviously. And we got one that was a, a vegan one, a plant-based one, but they had tons of ones with, like, grass-fed beef, chicken, shrimp. They had a bunch of egg ones, like egg burritos. And then they also had amazing drinks, like cu- uh, cucumber water with the mint, and they had watermelon. They had, like, a bunch of other drinks alcoholic and non-alcoholic and then they got we had this really good salad so highly recommend that place too for um i think some people recommended that we also had that on our yelp too but oh yeah i just thought of one more that you guys recommended and it was called i mean i think you guys have probably heard of it it's called raw love we went there it's it's on the beach we went there it was really good we got um they had a bunch of like smoothie bowls and stuff like that and they also had um um, a few entrees too. We got when well, we got in drinks. We got the turmeric. We got the golden muck latte, which was so good. It looks weird. People were like grossed out by it. I'm like, it tastes because it, it's bright yellow. Yeah, because it has turmeric in it, which is like amazing for you. And then we, one of us got the um, zucchini noodles, and it was like in this um, 
avocado like cream sauce I got it on the side because I don't like it like drenched in it but it was so good it had good flavor and the other one that you got was like it was like a stir it was like a stir fry kind of they looked kind of similar they were all like spiral like julian noodles and then i had she got the peanut sauce on the side but they were both amazing and then they had a bunch of like smoothies and they had coconuts we got fresh coconuts like coconut water and we ate like all the coconut meat too so good i'm like getting so hungry i need to go make dinner because i'm like getting hungry thinking about all this but we will share all about our trip hopefully in the next episode so i hope you guys are excited for that that is all we have for this week and we'll be back Hopefully with an out of gap next week. <laughs>